Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. This is Reservations, and I'm Rain Whalen. And I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, just the way you did it was just so monotone and so bland. Do you want me to do it again? No, I'll it was do it so again. funny. No, no, no. And I'm Dr. Frankenberry. Um, <laughs> most people just call me... Uh, Frankenberry? No, no, no. A lot of people call the monster I created... Uh, Frankenberry. Frank, it's Dr. Frankenberry's monster. People don't understand that. Um, anyway, we have a special guest today. Count Chocula. <laughs> oh my god. Just figured I'd go with yours. Thanks, man. Anyone I mean, the, you wear the yeah. shirt, too. Well, yeah. If that's, that's if hopefully the green screen doesn't fuck it up. We'll see. But, I mean, worst case scenario. I'm, I'm pretty sure our future ring can fix it. You think? I had to fix it one time. That's true. It, it must I wore have your shirt. shirt yeah. yeah, I wore a a green Taking Back Sunday shirt, and it ruined the green screen. But it was wow. a lot brighter, so maybe yours is duller, so maybe it won't. You, I think you're far away enough. I think you are as well. Yeah. You're like a good foot, so yeah, at least a foot, foot and a half, maybe. We'll find out. <coughs> anyway, welcome back, everyone. Uh, Alex is back with us. For, Alex is back. I meant to look it up. Uh, the last time he was with us for season seven was for The Revenant. Oh, yeah. Do you remember when you yeah. just took over that one? Oh, thank God, because I did not do any research. <laughs> well, neither did I. And read, or read the book, right? That was the whole thing. Well, and as we joked last night, we feel like you will probably know more about this movie than us. Uh, I guess. Since you've seen it before. Yeah, I saw it once other time. But I mean, did you rewatch it? Yeah, we watched it last night. Nice. So I had to wait for everybody in my family to go to sleep. Oh, dude, for sure. And I like, can't watch and like be asleep. Yeah. And then what? Like they can't be just you can't dozing. watch that show with a yeah. seven year old. They can't just be dozing. They need to be fully yeah. asleep. Yeah. For this yeah. one, for sure. That's funny. Well, if everyone forgot, uh, this week we are talking about the 1995 coming of age movie, Kids. And uh, I use coming of age with the... Oh, the, my God. Jesus Christ. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all thought it. That was really good. Um, uh, that's go- that's going in the description. <laughs> oh my God. So, so, Jeremy, this was your pick. Yeah. So, I mean, I know you gave your reason last week as to why you wanted to do this one, but what was the other reason why you wanted to do this I was one? just fascinated by it. Right? I, is it is it because of the reputation it's garnered over the years? Yes. Reputation is a part of it. Uh, the other part, which is just, it's a, it became a challenge to find a copy. That's right? true. And, uh, like, you found a copy. Yeah. And I was so jealous because, you know, they're so hard to find. And then I found mine, thank God, in the same place, by the way. Um, I guess they just got people getting rid of this movie for some reason. Can't imagine why. <laughs> I can't. And... <laughs> And so it was a challenge to find it, its reputation, and I was just, you know, like, how bad could it be, right? Because, you know, it's, even on the cover of the DVD, it's, like, shocking, and, you know... um, Yeah, yeah. Mine says, uh, Academy Award nominee Chloe Savini. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Nice. So... So which means yours was a re-release. Yeah, so it must have been after... Because I looked it up, it was the that one movie with Hilary Swank in it, where she's boys don't cry. Yeah, yeah, she's a transgender mm-hmm. person, and she's a supporting actress. Or yeah, 
I didn't know she was nominated for a Academy Award for that. That's cool. I didn't either. I did not know that. And so they re-released Kids to really promote that Chloe uh, Savini is now a now a uh, uh, an a nominate award nominated actress. Per- perhaps to um, help sell the movie. Yeah. I mean, I could see why. Yeah. Um, I think Boys Don't Cry also at first received an NC seventeen rating also. So, um, so it's in the same sort of genre of these films that are being put in these specific boxes and whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just, you know, and Harmony Corinne is so strange and I wanted to see what... What started it all? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, uh, so as I was telling Alex off mic, that you and I watched it together last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's the first time we've done that. Yeah. Uh, and man... Romantic. Yeah, it was. Brilliant. Well, I mean, it was definitely something considering <laughs> how the movie opens. Because uh, I remember looking over you like, dude, I feel like we're watching something bad. And the whole movie feels like that way. I yeah. think. The whole movie feels like you're not supposed something. to be watching it. <laughs> yeah. Thank God you're gonna be Haley on was calling you intermittently throughout the movie so we could like yeah. kind of take a break and make, oh. Yeah, Haley's, okay. Haley's out of town, so that's why I could invite friends over. And, uh, and <laughs> yeah, because how is she gonna know? Except for the the doorbell camera that they have. Like, and we also have ne- a, we also have a camera pointing uh, at the back door. Yeah, so, so she'll never know. Yeah, so that I was over there. Never um, until she listens to this. Yeah, which right. she'll never do. Which she'll yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's, she gets enough of me at home, so she doesn't listen to this. Um, but yeah, so we it was it feels like. It's so interesting because in a movie setting, it feels like you're not really supposed to be watching it. However, looking back in high school, this is just how we talk, right? Yeah. I mean, this isn't. There's nothing they said that I haven't heard before from from there's when I was no, in high school. There's nothing that they do that. Right. That that it, it's that like you're taking a surprise, especially in a city like New York, New York. You know, a lot bigger than where we all grew up. Right. So. You know, a lot more opportunities to do that kind of shit. Yeah. And just, you know, disappear from your yeah. house for, you know, hours on end. And a your whole parent, day. Your whole fucking parent, your parents have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. And it being 95, right? Which, you know, pre-internet yeah. era. Yeah. Or pre-big, you know, yeah. overcompensing compassing internet era. Yeah, where, it's just travel blogs. Right, exactly. Right, it's right. travel It's, you know... like. Like I was saying before, before we got here, I was uh, <laughs> I was watching the movie Don't Look Under the Bed on Disney Plus, and uh, the dad had to go uh, look something up on the internet. It took him a while because he had to go to the computer room, he had to go look something up, and then come back. Uh, that's the sort of time period we're in, where yeah. it's yeah. not it, no one has access to it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, first impression. That also kind of yeah. makes it like a. Gives it kind of like a nostalgic kick to it. It does. I agree. Yeah. Right. It feels sort of like a. It it almost feels like a Spike Lee movie, which is why, uh, it's funny that you had mentioned earlier that Spike Lee had to like give permission for some part. Uh, yeah, of it. Uh, yeah. For, for them to use a song, um, he had to he had to approve it. That's interesting. I meant to. I should have kept reading it, but it said approved by Spike Lee. Weird. Um, but it, it was like an instrumental song that he had to approve for them to use in the movie. And I mean, you know, what I mean by that is, you know, the realism, the the dialogue, yeah. the, you know, um, the atmosphere, right? Yeah. Uh, New York during the summer. Yeah. So, um, Pre 
9-11. Pre-9-11. Right. So first impressions. First impressions, man. I, I, I really liked it. I liked the the honesty. Yeah. I liked how they weren't shying away from anything. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, visually or... Um, thematically? Or, right, or thematically, right? It's, it is in your face. This is... This is as raw as it gets. Well, right? and as we were talking about yesterday, and Alex and I were talking about off mic, uh, you know, the movie has no discernible plot. We're just dropped into these people's lives at this point in time in yeah. their lives. So, like... Yeah, nothing we really. Get, nothing really happens. It's just life unfolding. Yeah, as it goes along. Which is uh, what to your point is what I what I really like too is that yeah it's just it's just another day for these kids. I think the only thing that quote happens is Chloe Sevigny's diagnosis. Yeah, but we'll get into it because uh, I you know who knows if it's even an actual for real diagnosis, right? Yeah. Um, it could be a false positive or something. Yeah. You're right. She she got That's right. right. I, forgot, she got, I forgot about that yeah. one little line that it it could be yeah. negative. It's possible that yeah. it could be negative. Right. Um, all right. Where do you want to go from here, Rain? Well, hit people with that that quick little synopsis. Okay. <laughs> we- <laughs> Buckle up. Kids follows. Uh, the a day in the life of several teenagers uh, and a few preteens. Um, you have t- Tally, Telly, Telly, yeah. Casper, and the girls' names are Stephanie. Uh, is that right? Chloe Svenny is Jenny. Jenny. Uh, Rosario Dawson's Ruby. Ruby, yeah. right? Got it. Um, she's not in it for. She's in it. Yeah, she's she's just there to give us context, really. She's putting a lot of the marketing, I think, just after yeah. the fact, right? Uh, yeah. Because they're stars now, so it's, you know, after the fact. Um, and these, contrary to what you're used to seeing in film, these are, like, actual real teenagers, right? Yeah. Um, who are talking about real teenager stuff. Um, and a lot of it is sexually explicit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we open on a telly with a young lady. Uh, she is 13? 12. 12. Yeah, that one's 12. That one's 12. The one at the end of the movie is 13. He is, uh, he is 17, by the way, in both the movie and in real life. Um, and they are making it, ugh, it's so gross the way they're doing that too. The, it's just too much, right? Yeah. It's too real, it's too much, and I guess that's sort of the point. Um, uh, they have sex, he leaves, um, and catches up with Casper, who is waiting for him uh, on the stoop outside the apartment building. Um, and then they just go and they hang out all day, right? Mm-hmm. They go to their friend's house. They they hang out at the, I think it's Central Park? Or Washington somewhere, Park. Washington Park, sorry. Because uh, they're in Washington Heights, I suppose. Um, yeah. They, I don't know the geography of New York. Um they're just bouncing around. They're just like hanging. It's just a day of just like doing nothing. Right. Yeah. Um, then we have the gals, right? Uh, they, um, are hanging out with their friends, having a very similar conversation to the boys in one of the apartments that they go and hang out. Right. Mm -hmm. And I love the, the back and forth. Right. 
um, the cutting from the the girls' conversation and then the the boys' conversation, right? Um, and uh, Ruby and what was the other one? Jenny. Jenny. Ruby and Jenny mentioned Jenny from the block. Jenny, thank you. That's gonna help. Uh, <laughs> Ruby and Jenny uh, mentioned that they had recently gotten tested for um, for STDs and HIV, mm-hmm. um, and it was cool because it was one of the few flashbacks that we get um, in the that movie. Was the the movie. Well, it might be the only. And there's that. Fl- there's a flash of uh, Telly and and the girl from the beginning um, at the end, which is sort of like I, I would count it as a flashback. But anyway, um, so they're talking about that. Then they go get the results, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Ruby, who is v- very sexually active, who has had multiple partners, a lot of them unprotected. She is fine and in the clear, right? She yeah. got off scot free. Good for her, right? Um, Jenny, who has only had sex with Telly, mm-hmm. um, ever and only once, uh, gets a diagnosis of HIV, right? Yeah. Um, she has tested positive. The lady said it might be a false positive, but you know you would have to come back and we'll do it again. She doesn't believe it. Who can? Right? That's insane. And and now her her journey throughout this movie is a little more somber, a little more sad, a little more, you know, um, reality is crashing down on her a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the rest of the movie is sort of, we're bouncing back and forth between what the guys are doing and then what Jenny is doing. Um, yeah, she always much. ends up like one step right, behind one them. step behind yeah. them, right? Yeah, she's always at where because they she is were trying to find the, yeah. Telly. Right? Yeah, she, yeah, she's essentially trying to stop him from or t- just tell him. That. Yeah, right. Um, it all culminates, and they all end up in the same place <laughs> near the end uh, at this house party, um, and um, once she finally finds Telly. He is having sex with another underage girl, um, and she just, you know... Emotionally exhausted. Yeah, yeah. leaves him be. Well, well, not just emotionally exhausted. Well, and she's also... Yeah. She's also physically drugged. Yeah, yeah, drugged and physically exhausted. Goes and um, sleeps on the couch, uh, and then Casper takes advantage of her while she's on the couch, and essentially rapes her, uh, or does rape her. Yeah. Um, uh, Casper wakes up the next morning... Um, Jesus Christ, what happened? And we're done. We're over. I yada yada through so much well, because we're going to talk about it. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. There really is, again, no plot. There's, um, you know, again, the only major thing that happens is the diagnosis. And then mm. um, that's about it. Well, so I would say a good place to start is the juxtaposition of the guys talking and the girls talking. Because we get a lot of. Not really plot, but we get a lot of facts about what these kids really kind of get up to. Uh, and we hear both sides. We hear what the guys think about things and what the girls think about things. So I yeah. think that's a, at least a good place to start and for where, now. Where they are different, they are also very similar, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, the conversations and how they view sex at this age. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. As And seeing that's a good segue, you know... The guys, pretty much all the guys, pretty much agree that sex with condoms, it sucks. It sucks. It's the worst. Uh, as where Telly uh, 
which I looked over at Jeremy when he said it, uh, that condoms shrink it. I'm like, what kind of condoms are you using if they're <laughs> shrinking your, you know? But you know, it's because he also doesn't. He also doesn't actually believe that they do work. So why even use one, right? right. But then the girls are kind of saying how, almost like they've tried to convince their partners to use them, but yeah, the I guys also don't like want that to. Uh, bit. Or one of the I don't even think the character has a name. It's just some blonde guy talking about how, you know, I've never met a kid that has AIDS. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he he's convinced that AIDS Something, don't exist. Yeah, he's like, you know, they're just saying spewing all this just to make us scared of right. all that, and it's not real. It's fake. Uh, which, ironically, you find out right like, in the next scene that yeah, you know, the dude you're sitting right next to has AIDS. Yeah, and is passing it around. Yeah. Oh boy. Potentially, I guess. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. Yeah, there's. So what I like about these these scenes is they make me so tired because everyone, these kids, roll credits, uh, <laughs> are all just trying to present themselves the way they want to be seen, right? Yeah. And it's so exhausting because they're they're all just trying to be. Yeah. More than, mm-hmm. but or different all, the, than the guys and the girls. I know, too. yeah, both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. both yeah. sets. Yeah, because the girls are trying to present themselves as more uh, promiscuous and outgoing, and um, I don't know, cooler. I guess is the, yeah. a weird. Well, way and to say you that. know something you caught was that Jenny is kind of the most wholesome out of all of them. You know, after she really talks about her one time having sex with Telly, she stays quiet, really, during all the other girls talking about, like, getting fingered and performing oral, and and she's just kind of like, oh, cool, like, that's cool, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And as someone who was always quiet during these conversations (laughs) uh, in high school, I completely understood, (laughs) you know? Same. So was I. I, uh... I, I identified a little bit with uh, with, with Jenny. Jenny for sure. Yeah, because, of course. Of course, you have AIDS. Yeah, because I have Jenny. Yeah. Damn. Well, of course, we didn't go to high school with you. You know, we went to Midland High. You went to Lee. Uh, so, like, were you kind of like that also? Like, when people were having these conversations, you were like, "Oh, okay." okay. Or were you, or were you trying to? No, I didn't talk like that at all. Yeah, I. I think even if I were sexually active in high school, you wouldn't be bragging shocker, about it. I wasn't, but uh, yo, no way, no way would I. I would have been way too uncomfortable to talk about it. Yeah, like that. Yeah. I had friends that did. Even, even like now. Oh yeah, even, some people of talk about it. Like I, you know, well, I don't feel the need to. Of course, that but bulge any older, of that. Right? Too, I, yeah. I think you know that. <laughs> that's probably part of it. Yeah. But no way in a million years, right? Yeah. Would I ever still right? I. I I find it very uncomfortable, to, yeah. but of course I'm but Catholic. Guilt. I definitely have known people that are like of that. course, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. yeah, I think I think one I would thing say everybody does. Yeah, I think one thing that I think we could all take away from the movie is we all at least know one person that's who's unashamed and will let people know that like yeah like yeah I did this 
Yeah. Like, what there is one thing I like about that little back and forth though is you know they're saying stuff you know oh the girls like to do this mm-hmm. and they cuss about you know it's like blowjobs and they're like yeah. I hate blowjobs yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> boys do this and they're like whatever this but then like when that scene comes to a close mm-hmm. you know they're mostly they both like both the groups of kids both they say like you know I like to just fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hardcore just fuck, and that's, you know, that's all we're going to leave it at. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, we, humans and, are so simple, they agree. <laughs> and finally, then it moves on. Yeah. right? Because yeah. you're right, it was very contradictory, the, you know, the back and forth, which is brilliantly executed. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then you're right, the, it ends on them both just agreeing that, you know, not knowing they're agreeing because they don't, you know. Yeah. But... They're just hardcore fucking. It's just the way to go, mm-hmm. you know. You know when you're 14, um, <laughs> 14 living in New York. Yep. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. So now that I feel like we've kind of prepped the audience for what we're really about to get into, I say let's start with the boys. All right. Since that's who we're kind of introduced to first. Uh, Telly and Casper. Telly and Casper. That's pretty much who we follow. Because after movie. that, you know, it's just Jenny. Wondering, you're right. The city, you're right. Yeah. It is. You don't really see just... any of those girls ever again. No, you're right. We see Rosario. You see one other time. girls. Yeah, because yeah. kind of fill, sub in, I guess. Yeah, for that kind of thing. Yeah, because but... yeah, Ruby offers to go with Jenny to track down Telly, and she's like, "No, I got to go find him on my own." Like, it, why? Yeah, why? Who's telling you that you can't have a friend tag along? Mm-hmm. But, but anyway, yeah. So the director. Yeah. <laughs> It it's written in the <laughs> Harmony Corinne's in the back. Like, no, 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 no. I didn't write that. By so. the way, um, a little fun fact before we move on: uh, Harmony Corinne and Chloe Sevigny were dating at the time. Did you know? Really? I read that. Too. <clears throat> yeah. Is that why they did that scene together, where he pops a pill in her mouth? No, I just think you know he wanted to put himself in the movie. He goes, "This is the best place, I guess." Uh, like, yeah. What a dork! I know, with the giant Coke bottle glasses. Yeah. Because that was him. The one who like <laughs> yeah. pops the pill in her mouth. Yeah. He was 20 at the time? In the 21. He wrote it when he was 19. Yeah, he was 21 at the time they... of the filming. Isn't that wild? He looks so young. Anyway. anyway. Um, so the boys. So I hate both, both of, of them. them. <laughs> yeah. And. Well, well and neither, and, and you know, and neither one is worse than the other. They're both. Uh, yeah. Awful. I, yeah. And just a different respect. For yeah. Them. Yeah, I agree. I, I Telly man, I <clears throat> Telly who is I guess our main character. Yeah, um, I mean more so our protagonist, I, I guess. I wouldn't say protagonist. <laughs> he well, is, antagonist. He is no, an just he's a he's just a antagonist. Right? <laughs> he's an ant or pro. He's just there. He's there, right? Um, he's his fixation with virgins is unsettling, but. I Casper's yeah. enabling is also oh, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you were to die tomorrow, man, that virgin's always gonna remember you. Oh Jesus. Um they have such a high opinion grandkids. of themselves. Right. They yeah. do. Um and uh, I saw in a couple it was either reviews or just synops synopses that were saying that much like most kids at that age, they think they're invincible, right? They mm-hmm. think that they're you know, they're they can't die. They'll never die, right? Yeah, and that's why Casper's crushing forties the whole movie. With that comes, with that comes a heightened sense of self, right? Yeah. And and these kids have that in spades, right? Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, like the fact that 
you know, I, I know I just made a joke, but genuinely, you know, Casper's drinking 40s the whole movie. They have, yeah, which is so insane. so much confidence. Yeah, like that, that I still do not possess. Yeah, that he <laughs> publicly urinates just because he's like, you know, I'm gonna, I, I need to take a piss. I'm doing it right. Now, like here. so many people are walking by, and he just leaned up against a brick wall. Not only that, just the way they, the way they talk about sex and the way they approach it, and the way that Telly, for instance. Is and I've I've known people like this where it's like, oh, I think this girl's cute. I think I'm gonna have sex with her, you know, yeah. like it's that easy, right? Yeah. And for starters, if I looked like Telly, I wouldn't think that about myself at all. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, it, it's it's like what we've been talking about for like a week is, you know, when I'm sorry, everyone, but when a uh, a uh, not pretty person has that level of confidence. Where is it coming yeah, from? Yeah, where where did Telly get that confidence from? Right. Clearly not his parents. No. You know. But you know, it's just interesting that you know we're we're following these these kids with such confidence, and maybe it's to represent like the confidence that kids have at that age, I suppose, or that higher sense of self. Yeah. But I like that the film chooses to go this route. I don't know. It gives you, it gives you a sense of like, it gave me a sense of just like dread. It's like, ugh, right. Like what, what, what are these, they going to do next? What are they going to do next? You know, the, the sky's the limit with these guys because well, they're, yeah. And yeah, you know, and nothing stopping. And that's a good segue because, you know, we see that and, you know, we're lulled into a false insecurity, especially with Casper, you know, when he gives that, Sorry. And he gets when he gives that uh, no legs guy on the subway money. Yeah. You know you think okay maybe he's not such a bad guy. Excuse know? me, Rain. He's a songwriter. Oh, uh, that's oh, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. Singer songwriter. You know. Thank you. Uh, but you know we think that like guy was okay the best character. Yeah, he, the whole movie was about him. He's awesome. And again, <laughs> a, a sense of realism that I've never been to New York. Crazy um, how they cut that guy's legs off just for that. Just scene. for that scene. Yeah. I know. Um, Good on him. Yeah. He's he was like, method you know, acting. He was like, you know, I don't need my legs. Like, it's all good. I he, have my skateboard. He has a complete commitment to Sparkle Motion that I think no one else has. <laughs> but, but my point being is that, you know, we think, okay, maybe Ka- like Telly's the worst one. Casper isn't as bad as we think. He's annoying. He's right? annoying, yeah. But maybe he's not as bad as we think. And then two scenes in particular... Uh, Prove us wrong. Prove the audience wrong. Like, oh no, Casper's just as bad. Yeah. With the the guy that they jump, uh, which was Casper's fault. I read that Harmony Corinne saw that happen once and then put it in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. That, that too. He read that like basically a bunch of kids beat the shit out of this guy. Yeah. When it For was no real reason, and it happened in that same park that they filmed. Yeah. That. Really. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, but. Of course, you know, Casper instigates this fight, and Casper finishes it. Oh, Jesus. Because he's lucky enough to have, uh, like, mm-hmm. a whole, 20 whole, other people yeah. there. Well, and I was telling Jeremy, I wonder how the skating community felt about this movie when it came I'm out. sure they loved it. I mean, this is, like, what skating... and Well, but that's, like, underground skating. Though. That's true. Well, right. I looked it up because I was wondering if that was, like, a Big Brother video they were watching. Uh, Big Brother, of course, being the the magazine, and the, yeah. they would have it was like a skating magazine. It's what eventually became time. Jackass. That's right, um, and it wasn't it wasn't a Big Brother video. It was just a skate video. It was a skate video. Yeah, yeah. 
But uh, then, of course, the other big scene that proves to us that Casper is just as bad as when he rapes Jenny. Yeah. Um, which you and I both agreed his whole, his dialogue makes it so much worse. It's awful, right? So it's just me. It's just me. Like, yeah. that's not comforting yeah. at all. Like, Jenny, it's okay. It's, it's just it's Casper. Casper. It's just like, Casper. Like, what is she supposed to think if she were cognizant? Like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, okay, great. Well, thanks, oh. Casper. Oh, like, like okay, cool. we don't know. How well these two kids know each other. They anyway. don't, they probably don't at all, really. Yeah. Because yeah. she barely knows telling, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, which, but, you know, means she doesn't know Casper at all. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and so I do like that the movie, this is going to sound bad, but I like the movie, I like that the movie doesn't play favorites of who's worse. They're both equally awful people. Or, you know, yes, I would agree with you that. You know they're they're doing deplorable, awful things, right? Yeah. But in a way, the everybody else, I think, even though they're saying and doing similar things, they're being portrayed as teenagers. Yeah. They're being portrayed yeah. as like just normal. They're not portraying people. them as you know this terrible right. human being. Right. Just, you, that's who they are, and that's to the, the world and that they fit in. Yeah. And that's you know, happens to be. The real world that we live in. Right. There's just people like that. I think that Hollywood at the time has desensitized you or has brainwashed you to think that teenagers are a certain way. Mm-hmm. And Larry Clark and Harmony Corinne said, no, no, no. Yeah. Like, who who do you know in your life that is like Ferris Bueller? Yeah. Or, or uh, Molly Ringwald in Pick One, right? Um <laughs> Who do you know that's like that? Nobody. Yeah. You don't know anybody like that. However, you know several people like this. Well, you know... Even and, if you don't know that they're like that. Right. Well, you know, and this is, you know, at a time in the 90s where... I mean, I wouldn't say that filmmakers were getting more honest, but we were getting a little bit more honest depictions of teens and this subculture yeah. of the 90s. You know, look at one of my favorite 90 movies, uh, Empire Records. Mm-hmm. You know... My mom and I have had lengthy conversations about that movie because she was like, yeah, I knew people like Mark, like Liv Tyler's character, you know, who mm-hmm. have these secrets and have, you know. Yeah. Because they were showing these teens as they were, you mm-hmm. know. And, I mean, maybe it wasn't kids that started it, but definitely kids, I feel like. Kids push the envelope yeah. for how honest do we want to be. Yeah. Right. Um, and using actors around that age too, which is another or, or big exactly at that age, right? Yeah. Because uh, let's take Greece for example. Those people were forty years old, <laughs> <laughs> playing teenagers, right? So what you're saying is John Travolta has actually secretly been ninety this yeah, whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stalker Channing is literally like thirty something years old, playing a teenager, right? That's insane. Yeah. Uh, this film, it would get a little bit better. Right? As years progress. Yeah, yeah. Not great, but better. Right? Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. You know, I'll, you know, I, I have to shoehorn in at least a Marvel movie. Fine. Uh, you know, Tom Holland as Spider-Man. You know, he is the age that Peter's supposed to be. Of course, until No Way Home when he's supposed to be a senior in high school and he's already 23 years Jesus old. Christ. But uh, still, <laughs> we're to your close, point. Right? Yeah. Because um, here, not only do they look like teenagers, they are teenagers, right? And it makes you more uncomfortable. 
Yeah. Because you're so used to seeing teenagers played on screen being played by 20-year-olds. Yeah. Which makes it... Riverdale or... Right. Yeah, which makes it a little less, I guess, uncomfortable. And especially at the time... Right, because you can... You can almost separate yourself. And again, they're not showing anything terrible in in these John Hughes-type films, right? They're not doing anything deplorable or, you know, risque. But you still, no matter what they're doing, you have that sense of, well, they're not really... There's a little bit of dissociation. Right, they're not really 17. But as for this, it's like, oh, they're really 17. Or you can even take it a step further and say, Hollywood has taught you to when you're watching a movie, picture teenagers a certain way, mm-hmm. right? And so when you see an actual one, you go, that's a child. Who is that? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, that that person's in preschool. What is happening right now? Right? Because, again, when you're watching a movie and you see a teenager, right? Uh-huh. Before then, you were seeing someone in their 20s, right? And yeah. so you know in your real life what a teenager looks like. But for some reason, there's that disassociation when you walk into the theater and you're watching a movie with teenage characters. Somehow your brain makes a switch and knows you're not really watching, right? Yeah. Or you are viewing a teenager played by an older person and you're so used to that, right? Yeah. Watching a movie with actual teenagers doing these things that teenagers really do, right, Mm -hmm. is somehow very uncomfortable. Yeah. Which is weird. Right? Yeah. Because you could be, you yourself could be 17, 16 watching that movie and still be uncomfortable. Right? Yeah. I guess because you're watching it in a movie instead of going to your high school and doing the exact same thing. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I, no, I exactly get your point. Because, yeah, I, I thought the same thing while we were watching it. Because obviously the sex scenes are uncomfortable, but so was the, the pool scene was uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, anytime we saw anybody making out with each other was uncomfortable. Yeah. Which uh, is a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. House party was, un- everything's uncomfortable because you're, it's too real. Right? Yeah. Um, Even that, like, there's a lot of the drug scenes, like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's basically a scene of, like, teaching you how to roll a, yeah. a joint. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, I'm like, roll it, unpack it, you know. <laughs> Scrape it. <laughs> yeah. Break it up, lick it, <laughs> light it. Smoke yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, why, why am I getting this? Well, why, why am I? And then at the at the apartment in the beginning and at the house party, we have what looked to be eleven and ten year olds. Yeah, smoking weed, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, you. Went, I I, I want to say, you know, they these kids were obviously smoking. Yeah, something, <laughs> something. Yeah, like you know, because you know they breathed in. Yeah, and it's the ninety five, a low budget movie. You're not gonna. No, you're not gonna shy shell, away from. Shell out, you know. Stuff to make that fake to you know for special effects. No, of what they're not. doing. Yeah, yeah. So like these kids are actually smoking something. Right. Probably not weed. No, probably for those younger ones. But yeah, there's like a like that group of like four, eleven year old boys on that one. Yeah, yeah. And you even mentioned how they know how to blow off the ash before they. They're take so the sophisticated hit. with it. Yeah, this yeah, isn't their like, first. Because you know rack. they're they're, right. they're exposed to it by all these other right, uh, right. Which you know something that you and I talked about is that. This is definitely, this is what they grew up around, you know, and this is acceptable in, in this, you know, where they have grown up. That's why, you know, Casper especially was using a lot of the uh, expletives that I'm not going to repeat, 
Uh, but it's because this is this is the culture that they grew up around. Oh, you, you mean know? them using the N word? <laughs> a bunch of fucking build to it. Just go right. Yeah. In. Well, I mean, they did, and it was so because um, we had to put closed captioning on it because they true. were they were mumbling too much. Our air conditioner was super loud and whatever. And so, like, they were, you know, we were catching it more, I guess, because we were reading it. But uh, they would say it all the time, and it was probably yes, the culture, mm-hmm. yes, where they live. Who they hang out with, right? And of course, their well, the, subculture the, as well. Yeah, and I guess the time period. and the time period, right? Because it was 94. the nineties. You know, there's not. It's not that big of a deal back then, I guess. Um, and to an extent, because yeah. again, it's it's not only the culture, which is New York this time, you're this age, but also the skate culture as mm-hmm. well is a little bit different. Yeah. Too yeah. right. Um, and that's you know. They're using it as a term of endearment. Of right. They're not being yeah. they're friendly. not being racist. Right? Yeah. They're, they're not like berating some black person. No, and again, not not word. like they were doing with the homosexual couple uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> walking through yeah, that uh, was Washington a... Park. Um, but again, that also leads into why the AIDS plot line is so important because of how homosexuality was looked upon at the time. Ooh. AIDS was still rampant yeah. at the time. Um they, I was reading some, I don't remember where it was, but it was a pre-Giuliani New York. Um, not at the time of filming, but at the time of writing. Mm. It was pre-Giuliani, yeah. um, which again is a completely different New York than yeah. afterward, right? Um, just because of, you know, how hard he pushed on certain groups um, marginalized groups in, in New York. Um, and so that little subplot line is very important for the time of of the, the story taking place. Um, and even the ambiguity of does she or doesn't she. Yeah. Right? Which is another great segue into talking about Jenny. Because... When Ginny receives her diagnosis, it's almost like she has now become the audience now, you know, in a way. It's how I was when we were watching. I was like, she's sort of, she's us now. Because her whole rest of her mission of the movie is, I need to find Telly. And we're kind of viewing, it's almost like every, every time we cut back to her, to me at least it felt like the movie shifted. To where it's kind of showing us how, you know, Casper and Telly have sort of glamorized this life. Now we're seeing it as sort of as awful. The maybe. scary side. Yeah. Um, I agree. You could also read it as you, the average audience member could probably relate more to Jenny because she's not as sexually active, promiscuous, right, yeah. as everybody else is. Right, which I would assume would be a larger majority than most. Okay. Yeah. Um. Maybe. Right. So when she gets that, you're not expecting her to get, you know, that test result. Right. You're expecting her to be just fine. Right. Well, I mean, and it's also sort of a as you would expect yourself to be just fine, as well. Right. It, it reminded me of when I was a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. I knew this girl in my math class who. Had sex one time, mm-hmm. and she got pregnant. <laughs> oh. 
And she was like, of course, it's my luck that the only time I ever had sex, I get pregnant the first time. Wow. It's like, yeah. I don't know where she's That's doing That's batting now, a thousand. That's good. It's... I don't, know, I, <laughs> I don't know what she's doing now, but I think she's it, fine. She's doing... She's with her child. Yeah, yeah, with her child. Well, see, but it's, you know, to your point, it's that's exactly it. You know, it's, you would think she had sex once. She's probably fine. You know, and they even paint, you know, Rosario Dawson's character, Ruby, as the one who's yeah. more likely to get it. Of she's course. She's done vaginal, anal. Right. Majority of it was unprotected. Yep. Um, she, you're like eight oh. or nine partners. Yeah, she doesn't even know like how many. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. keeps getting the numbers mixed up, and she keeps going back and forth between three and four, or uh, two, uh, yeah. seven or eight, or whatever. Right. Yeah. So you know, the movie's pretty kind of uh, leading us to be like, oh, oh man, how old is she? She says it. Fourteen. She's seventeen. No, yeah. She's seventeen. Chloe Sevigny's uh, character is sixteen. Sixteen. Got it. Yeah, but you know, but they're leading us to be like, oh, Ruby's gonna test positive. Of course. And then they flipped it in that it would be the, the one time. Yeah. Jenny's the one who actually yeah contracts it, and it's, you know, and it's, and to your very real story, you know, that they taught us in, you know, high school of abstinence, is it's always that it's one time. It's you can be as safe as you want, but it's one, you know. One time, and yeah. that's it. That's all it takes. You know, and, and yeah, and, and the movie from Ginny's perspective does sort of turn very scary, the rest of the movie, you mm-hmm. know. Especially when, as we've been saying, she's always one step behind Telly and Casper, yeah. just barely missing them. Because then you get the knowledge of uh, Telly, who, you know, very clearly is the one that gave it to Ginny. Mm-hmm. Is already had sex with a virgin in this morning, and he's looking to sleep with some other thirteen-year-old yes, girl. Pursuing, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like you know, it just telling it straight out to Casper. Like this is I. I want to try and have sex with her. Yeah, you know, let's go find her again. Let's take her to the confidence is insane. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's outrageous. <laughs> I mean, what if she doesn't like you back, buddy? That's that's okay, right? Yeah. I don't know what if, if Telly. <laughs> I don't know if Telly would have taken that as face. He's like, yeah. no, I'm going to have no. sex with her. Yeah, exactly. It seems like this will happen. Yeah, it seems like the the past has informed their future. Meaning, like he has had so much success in the past that how could he not now? Right. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, you know, and that's such a great, you know, how we see in the opening is. He's very smooth. He knows exactly what to say uh, to get them to say yes. I, I wouldn't describe it as smooth. smooth. It, He's very manipulative. Yeah. And he knows, you know, he doesn't know the right words, but I wouldn't call it smooth. No. He's, yeah, he is manipulative and he's commanding, I guess. Or Yeah, um, he, he very much take does take control. And I would say... You know, Casper does straight up rape Jenny, and I would say, so does Tally. Yeah, yeah, he pretty much borderline. Yeah, because yeah. you know, both times he's like, I'm not, you know, I promise, I'll, I'll go slow. Yeah, I won't yeah. hurt you. It's not gonna hurt. And then later they're like, Tally, this hurts, and he's like, Oh yeah, you know, like, just, it's okay. He just keeps going. He's like, Yeah. So yeah, just telling Darcy like, Oh, it's okay. You're fine, Darcy. Oh, that's right. Darcy's yeah, the, the the girl at the end. The girl at the end. Yeah. 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 That he ends up cuddling with. Oh, yeah. 
She stays. Weird. Um, but of course, she's a child, so. Yeah. You know. So she probably. But also, like, earlier, she's like, my mom won't let me have a boyfriend because my older sister got pregnant at yeah, 15. That's right. Which, so you're spending the night, and she has no idea where the hell you are. Yeah. Like, I don't think you would Wild. stay there. I think you would. I know, you gotta get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, this movie was. It was wild. Yes. <laughs> Very wild. Yes, I agree. And I think, you know, even little things like, um, is it Leo Fitzpatrick? Is that his name? Yeah, he plays uh, Kelly. He still has childlike teeth, uh, which is a weird thing to say or point out, but they're they're sort of scrambled. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which you would normally see in someone younger, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, they wouldn't have gotten it fixed yet. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, so even even little things like that makes you feel like these kids are real. These are real kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like these are minors. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we're, also, one uh, there's something to note is you don't really see it a whole lot, but there is this. Uh, you do get a glimpse to it at Telly's house mm-hmm. of basically neglect. Yeah. From the parents. Yeah, I agree. And you, you know, you always wonder, like, well, how are these kids just walking around? Why, why are they just right. doing whatever, breaking into a pool to swim? Because you know they go up to, to Telly's house, and his mom is there with a little baby, and then Casper creepily like, watches her breastfeed, yeah. which then makes like a very obvious note about your brother's getting so big, like you're staring at your your friend's mom's titties. <laughs> yeah, so. like it's very obvious. But you know she just doesn't get seem to give a fuck about what Tony's yeah. doing. You know, and, and when she's they... just like, "Hey, get a job," because I can't give you money, which yeah. he then steals money from her anyway, and asks again, yeah, to make her feel bad that he, she didn't give him any. Yeah. Right? Well, and then you know, yeah, I didn't think about the neglect thing. You know, because yeah. then because you know she he... doesn't she doesn't really give a fuck. She doesn't and she doesn't you know he's like oh I'm about to leave and she's like and she's just telling him to like you know stop Are... talking. So that your little yeah. brother, baby brother, can stay asleep for a nap. And yeah, I can watch TV and smoke. Yeah, and she pretty much almost seems like she says like, just don't. Like, I. Yeah, she I, she I, asked I, him what time he'll be back, and then he like he says we won't be out too late. She said so four thirty in the morning, you know, which oh yeah, you know, so. an obvious tell is like what these kids do. Yeah, but obviously enough that she doesn't really care, care enough no. to make sure it doesn't. You know, he's right. not staying out. Right, right, right. He doesn't care if he's home or not. No. Just, you know, probably not that... Just so she doesn't bother... He doesn't bother the baby when he does come home. Well, but then he, he slams the door on the way out to yeah. intentionally... I think Casper did that. Uh, who knows? He's such but. a dick. Um, speaking of Casper, there was... In the original script, I read that... Um, in the original script, Casper murdered his dad. Yeah, I read that too. What? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, his parents were having kinky S&M sex, right? And he walked in on it thinking it was an actual attack on his mother uh, and stabbed his dad to death. His dad was wearing like a... It said his dad was yeah. wearing like a leather mask. Yeah. So he didn't know it was his dad. Yeah. So he stabs his dad to death with a knife. Yeah. So that's Je- Casper. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> you know? Christ. So. Childhood trauma. That would have been cool to see. Uh, it would explain a lot about It would him. explain a lot about Casper. It would have explained it a lot, but... I'm gonna be real with all the other stuff that we see in the movie that's ramped up, like 
But you Actually, can't even yeah. imagine. It, it almost seems too far-fetched, right? That yeah. story. But then again, you know. A lot of this does seem far-fetched. If, you, if we were to go into each individual character in detail about their living situation or their personal life, it, 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 you know, it would explain a lot, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, and it's almost like you kind of don't want to, you know? Yeah. Especially since these guys are openly drinking, smoking, you know, unprotected sex, right? These guys Rape. are... Oh, Jesus. Um, and I'm sure that if the movie had continued like an extra 30 minutes, Casper would have, you know, bragged about having sex with Jenny and um, yeah. whatnot. You know what I mean? Like, it, it wouldn't have phased him. Well, and here's the scary thing. Um, you know... He rapes Jenny, which is awful, but, you know, he doesn't realize that she just tested positive for HIV, so which means more than likely he's going to contract it. Maybe. If she, may, well, yeah, Maybe. If, she, yeah. if she really is, but, I mean, if we're really, if they're really painting it, this Jenny's absolutely certain she's got it, mm-hmm. you know, that means Casper's probably going to contract it as well. And spread it around. And spread it around. I so. love. Unknowingly, because. Right. Well, I love that she never told him, that she never told Telly, right? She didn't interrupt them. She didn't pull him off. Well, yeah, at that point, ever. he was already, well, it, it they was were already of, doing it. It was kind of too late. Yeah. I guess. It was kind of too but late, even but in also, anger. Well, even in anger, right? Not even as to I, save her. Right? I don't think she physically could have because she was so drugged oh, out. that's true. You know, and she had, drained. she barely even got to that party. Right. As it was. Yeah. You're right. So, and you see it like immediately, she's just like. But again, you know, I like that that you know the the movie doesn't out. end with her telling him or yeah the with movie anything resolved yeah nothing is resolved right yeah I, I I did read something about it and I was like about like and I wanted to ask you if this whole AIDS plot line mm-hmm. which basically like threads it all together as mm-hmm. a plot line yeah if that wasn't there and it was just you know literally a day in these lives and nothing really happened. Mm-hmm. What? How would y'all feel about that? Because I read something that's like, someone I, said that you know they kind of wish it wasn't in there because it almost wasn't and it was just, you know, whatever. I mean, I've seen movies like that before. I'd be fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Irreversible is almost kind of like that. Because I would still be interested, because in as awful as it is, Telly has a goal, yeah. right? And yeah. that's kind of, that's yeah, kind of moving I, the plot forward, right? Yeah, I guess in a right, way, yeah. Um, and then again, you just want to see, like, you, I, you want more of how these, how on earth are these kids living like this, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's almost like a, you know, I, I saw it, it's just like a, you know, your mouth agape. You have no yeah. idea that, like, you like how much more can they do? Right, exactly. Is really what yeah. you're asking. I I saw. In preparation for this, I saw, I don't remember what the review was, but the review was pretty much, it said it was Lord of the Flies with skateboards, drugs, and sex. I kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, which, that's not bad. nobody dies. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. No one. Rest in peace to Piggy, right? Yeah. They don't, they don't bully the fat kid, but. There is no fat kid. They're, they're too busy doing drugs. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And, and skating. And, yeah. Skating. Doing forties, which they if they if there was a fat kid, they would definitely oh for sure like they the yeah old, they would have fucking bullied at those yeah. at the gay couple for yeah. sure yeah 
Um, man. I know. Well, that's an interesting question. Um, if that wasn't there, I think it'd be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I, I think, you know, I think we would have just been seeing, like, a day in these kids' lives, and that would have been it. An exhausting day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I joked that it was like an early Kesha song. Well, it's, it's so exhausting. Well, you know, it's a lot like fucking, as I said last night, it's a lot like do the right thing. You know, do the right thing is this one day, hottest day of the summer, and all this shit happens in this one day. Right. Well, I mean, that's, you know, racial tension building, but I understand what but, you mean. <laughs> but you, yeah, but you get it. It's just that. I do. Because in here, it's sort of like, when when is the other shoe going to drop? Right? Because these kids are acting in these ways that it's like something's got to give like they can't keep this up yeah right? like you know and i'm you know and i'm i was actually quite shocked we didn't see any sort of repercussions for almost killing a man you know when they oh, beat yeah. the shit out of him yeah they just, and then they ask about it they're like, like, yeah, I was he, like was, he was alive he was twitching dead? and they're like no nah, he was twitching which he's, like, he's alive well, and permanent brain damage. we're like no yeah. that means he's probably fucked up yeah he's, he's like probably about to die he probably has a skull fracture brain bleed yeah but something no i agree i agree i was i was expecting like oh we're gonna see something yeah something's got but no nope these kids pretty much get away with everything in a way in a way yeah. well in 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 not getting away with it meaning there's no legal repercussions yeah. there's no Parental yeah, interference. Not getting grounded. They're, yeah, because the parents have no idea what. That's they're right. Doing. It's it sort of feels like, uh, in a way, in a very obviously ramped up, risque, sex fueled, drugged out way. But it's Ed Ed Nettie. There's no parents. About it. <laughs> That's very true. Thank you. <laughs> it's like Ed Ed Nettie. Well, no, they're in purgatory. Don't mixed you know? with euphoria. Yes, yes, yes. There we oh, go. Dude, Ed Nettie's in purgatory. <laughs> well, that's yes, why there's that's no true. adults. That's a myth. All these kids are dead. And they're that's, just in purgatory. That's a myth. Um, but there are no adults in Ed Nettie. There are no adults. Right, they do not are, exist. And there are really none here besides Tully's mom. mom yeah. yeah. Who might as well not be there. Um, she's really just an ATM. Um, but I, I loved it. I loved the... Uh, the music was a big part of the movie. And a lot of it was diegetic, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So um, uh, for those of you listening at home, uh, that means the characters are hearing the music also, uh, which it's I really... on a stereo. Yeah, it's on a stereo. It's at their house or it's in a car or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, I, I really like that. There was only a couple of times when it wasn't. Yeah. Or maybe there wasn't at all. No. Maybe just the opening credits. But... So, boys, uh, are y'all ready to wrap up, wrap up, wrap up? Yeah. Uh, no, no, yet. Okay, cool. Because I wanted to mention something that you, okay. you probably, you know, you two probably wouldn't have this sort of point of view. But He's the first time I watched this, was, you know, I, I guess I kind of saw it through your lens as well. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I watched it again last night. But I have, you know, I have two daughters. Oh yeah, yeah. And oh yeah. Watching this now is fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah. From the point of view of a parent. Oh, that's because interesting. I, you know, I know these things happen, and I know they will, and I know my kids will probably meet other kids like this. But my God, do I never want to leave them leave the house after you know watching shit like this? Because yeah. it's just terrifying. You're you know? right. You know, you want you want to. I thought of that. 
Yeah. And, and I, I didn't want to mention that because, like I said, I, I doubt you thought of that nope. from that point of view. Not even a little bit. You know. But it is a scary thought to, like, scary. think of, you know, is my kid going to be like this? Are they going to be, you know, coerced into people that people like this? Right, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, it is a different, you know, it's going to be a very different uh, time setting. and Of know, course. From when my kids are coming of age. But, but even just the, the idea of it is, is But, you know, the terrible. kids have been like this for... Ever. And know. will always be. Yeah. Right. And, you know, you, you know I, I've... I know that, you know, I can't really protect them from everything, mm-hmm. but just thinking about that kind of, you know, yeah. terror fills me with a lot of oh, it is very dread scary. as a, as a parent. Yeah. But yeah. That's, that's I just wanted to dread. mention that. Did you have Alice bit. before uh, you saw it the first no, time? I no, didn't. you didn't. So, yeah. Oh, okay. So I, you know, I had Alba for maybe a year when I found the movie uh-huh. and me and Emily watched it, which... Oh, what she, did you only think of? She absolutely hated it the first time. Uh, I did doubt she watch she, it with you again? No. No, she, you were by yourself? She fell asleep. Okay. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so. I don't know how Haley would have reacted. Well, that's why I told this. you after we were done. I was like, I'm glad I didn't watch this at home and Ashley saw it. Because I don't, I don't think Ashley would have liked it yeah. at all. No. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so either. It's really interesting also. Which not to say, you know, as a woman can't, you know, take something out of, of this. Of course not. I, I think, I just think the women I know <laughs> yeah. wouldn't wouldn't care for this. You know, it's a, yeah. it's a, you know, I'm not saying you know it's a it's it's a good movie. It's great. Yeah, it's it's like the subject matter is not good. <laughs> I no. guess we'll leave it. At that. Yeah. I would say it's just for honesty alone, it's great. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just for portraying things how they are, right? Yeah, as you as you said last night, had a lesser or a different filmmaker done this, they probably would have watered it down. Oh yeah, they would have taken some stuff out or not filmed certain things or uh, cleaned up the dialogue maybe. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, which we discovered last night, um, it has such a a uniquely authentic feel that you wouldn't think it would be completely scripted, and it all was. Yeah. yeah, it just feels like you literally opened a door. Yeah, walked into a room or outside of a park. Yeah, and you're just watching shit unfold. Right, but but it, it you know it follows a script very well apparently. Yeah, yeah apparently the only unscripted moment was the the end of the movie, of Casper going, Jesus also, Christ, what happened? Is that after the party? Yeah, because it doesn't look like the same uh, apartment, which means. It looks like a different like I, I thought they were at a different one than the you know when they're talking about all the when the big group of boys are talking about the sex. Yes, is it, it's a different apartment, isn't it? Yeah, there's one dude's named Paul. Some the other yeah, the last at, one's named at, Steve. They're at Steve's. Steve's house. They're having they're at Steve's but house. The for, the last scene, it looks like he's on that couch that was at Paul. Oh, they may have left. That yeah, house. or or Casper after. Or, or he, it may it just be like a. You think it's a Jacob's ladder scenario? I think yeah, it was all yeah, it's just like a. Or not in his head, just like a, you know, you could literally take any sort of day yeah. out of this kid's life, mm-hmm. and he'll say that shit. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah, right. Because, yeah. you know, Jesus Christ, what the hell was, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know. So, or, or, I, and I don't know if they, you know, he's even talking about what happened the, the party. Night. Yeah. You know, it could just be. Any day. You know, any day that's applicable to every single day. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Casper kept partying after he raped Jenny. 
And then ended up back at Paul's. Possible. Found six more 40s. Yeah, yeah, I drank those, yeah. Played a little game of Edward 40 hands. He is so skinny, there's no way. He would have been leveled, you know what I mean? Had to have been. After the after those uh after those forties? I don't know. He he does that every day. So. That's true. He's got eye dogs. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. Jesus Christ. After he got out of the bathtub, I was expecting him to like vomit in the kitchen. Oh yeah. Also I love that part where that guy comes in and pees. Yeah. And he's like like drunk and high in the bathtub and he just like flushes the toilet for him. That's what I said. He's I was like, like What's up? Dude, that guy's like that dude's like a bros bro, man. He's like, I got you, man. You don't gotta you you don't gotta bend down, I got you. I got you, uh, baby boy. Yeah. <laughs> so now are y'all ready to wrap up, wrap up, wrap up? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um I love that this film sort of normalized uh, non actors. Um, yeah. because a lot of these kids were just kids from that area. Yeah. As as I looked up, this was pretty much everyone's first movie. Yeah. And then as we've been talking about this is what skyrocketed the reason Rosario Dawson and the reason she had, she got into acting because yeah apparently they just, they just found, found her on a street who Rosario Dawson, Dawson yeah. and they're really? like hey you want to be in a movie and, and she's now like, she's in Star Wars that's wild <laughs> I know right and the and MCU that's wild yeah oh yeah. that's right she is in the MCU she's yeah. she's fucking Claire in Daredevil that's right uh, I wonder if they're gonna bring her back for I hope so Daredevil Born Again uh, she's in the cast that'll be tight so, that'll be tight probably. um. And Chloe Sevigny, of course, who is going to probably be in the movie regardless because she was dating Harmony. But um, yeah, but now she's crushing Academy it. Award nominated. Or isn't she Academy Award winner now? I don't think so. She's just nominated. I don't think so. She's yet. been in some really good movies, incredible films because she was, of course, in American Psycho, which we talked about. She yeah. was in Zodiac, which we talked about. Dude, um, you fucking forget that we've done yeah. American Psycho and Zodiac. You were on for Zodiac. It was. <laughs> yeah, he was there for that. Um, we'll just bring you back for Chloe Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, what's next now? Uh, Brown Bunny's Bra- next. I was just about to say fucking Brown Bunny. Brown Bunny's next. Um, no, and I, so I loved that. I loved that. Yeah, oh my God. Um, I love that it, it sort of normalized the, this sort of hip soundtrack. Uh, one of the first yeah. people to do it, right? But they were the first to sort of do it in, in the way Well, and is. especially, again, as we've been saying, of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, the movies, that soundtrack is fucking tight. Yeah, it sounds just popping. Toy. Um, And I just love the authenticity. I mean, that's just, that's the main reason, I think, why this movie is so well regarded still. And why Roger Ebert gave it three, three and a half three out, and out of four. Out of four. Yeah. You mean? Goddamn. He, he kind of could see past the this sort of risque shocking quote you know behaviors and representation yeah you know which is cool uh, for a person that age and also Larry Clark was in his 40s or 50s when he made the movie so yeah um, which is sort of bizarre that uh, someone that that age can still make a movie like this even though of course a lot of it is Corinne but yeah um, still yeah did you enjoy the, of course I enjoyed the motion the picture? Last yeah, the, the movie. Yeah, the movie was great. I mean, I, being a collector, I would love to find a physical copy. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be tough. Out in the wild, anyway. Uh, well, no, I just a DVD. Though. I got on Entertain Mart, and the closest store that had it was Waco, I believe. It's not bad. They can get it shipped in. Four no, days. it was it's it's in store only. I so I would have to go oh, to okay. Waco. And go get well, you it. know people who live in Waco. There you go. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. 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 Ask him to be really. Yeah. yeah. He knows Chip and Joanna Gaines. Dude, that would... he knows David Koresh. Dude, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> dude, uh, he faked his death. He's still alive. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, I just have to tell them what the movie isn't about. Yeah, like, hey, just just, just go grab this uh, family friendly movie. Don't, Don't read watch it. it. Don't read it. Or just open. Say, hey, it. go get me a kids movie, and they'll they'll be like, oh yeah, it's a kids movie. Do not read Instead the of back kids movie. <laughs> <laughs> call I call that one like, hey. There's some people going to come get a movie. Please make sure they do not read it. Yeah. Put At it in all. a black box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead and wrap it up for me. Uh, <laughs> but no, no I, did, I did really like it. If I can find it, awesome. If not, I mean, as I discovered. You could, like. As of this recording, I did discover it is on YouTube. The entire movie is on YouTube. It would have really? been, yeah. been such garbage quality yeah. to watch it on there. I bet. Are you? We watched it on a DVD last night. I know, night. but I bet you it would have been, been even worse. Because yeah, it would have been taken from the DVD. That's right, true. yeah. Um, you can get it on Blu ray, uh, region oh, free copy, yeah, on oh, Amazon. Shit. For like what? A I mean, trillion like, dollars? I mean, basically, it's like $35. I mean, it's, it's more than you want to pay for just one movie, but yeah. But yeah. Awesome. Thank you so well, much did, for being did, here. Did you like the movie? I did. Yeah. I mean, considering. Out of the three of us, you have now seen this movie twice as many times as the as we have. Yeah, technically that's true. That is true. <laughs> that's so dumb. <laughs> that math is so dumb. <laughs> it's correct, but dumb. I mean, I'm just saying he has. He's yeah, seen it twice. I, I, I enjoyed it. it I just and I, and I like it for say the authenticity. It's. I guess I also do like it for the shock factor of like. Yeah. Why yeah. would somebody Whoa. make this? It's right. Like, why yeah. not? Yeah, why not? You know? You know, there's a lot of it's something relatable to some, I would assume, which is scary to think about. But yeah, I would say it's relatable to everyone, well, even if you haven't been in that circumstances. Uh-huh. Like I said, You're you right. know somebody who has you you interact with somebody on a daily basis that did that shit themselves. Yeah, probably ish. Probably, hopefully not rape people. No, not. Jesus Christ. Hopefully um, not. But yeah, so so Jeremy, are you ready to tell everyone? What we're we gonna do next week? I don't know what we're doing next week. I picked this time. You do oh, know what we're doing. I do next know week. what we're doing Jesus next week. Christ. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh my man. god. Okay. What so, the shit? No, Muppet Treasure on. Island. Yeah, we're doing Muppet Treasure Island. Just no, that would be, that would be badass. Um, you're yeah, right. We're doing I'm sorry. Treasure Planet. How dare you? Muppet Treasure. Planet? Uh, yes. Next week is Halloween. Yes. Uh, which is very exciting. So, um, for uh, the first time ever, I. Besides forcing you to do it, like when we did the Santa Claus of doing a Christmas episode, mm-hmm. you were actually willing yeah. to do a Halloween episode. Yeah, we're going to do a special Halloween. A very special episode. A very special Halloween episode. Double feature. Yes. Next week, we're going to be discussing Evil Dead 1 and 2. Well, uh, the original Evil Dead 1 you and gotta, 2. Well, you got to do it right. It's the Evil Dead. Jesus Christ. No. And then Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> some Sam Raimi classics, guys. Can uh, you get enough Bruce Campbell in your life? The answer is no. No. Absolutely uh, But we're going to get you... Have you not seen Burn Notice? We're Have you home. not seen Doctor Strange 2? Bubba Hotep. Yeah, we've all seen that stuff. Um, oh my god, you just said Bubba Hotep. If my mother listens to this episode, you know she's going to scream at me. Why? Because I refuse to watch that movie. Why? It's fine. Because she tells me repeatedly to watch it. My dad does the same thing with the And I'm movie. like, no, if you're, if you're telling me to watch it, I'm not going to watch it. All right, Just, hey, don't watch 
whatever Boba Hotep. That don't watch it. It's too late. I'm. I've already. Uh, I thought I could reverse. I've psychology. already said I'm not gonna watch it. My dad. What if we like uh, hypnotize me and? No, not hypnotize you. Clockwork Orange, dude. Yeah. Pride your eyes open, <laughs> like Alex. Oh, his name was Alex too. Yeah. Is that who you're named after? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> Imagine the parents saw Clockwork Orange and like, we want to name our son that. Now here's something fun. Sing is your name Alexander, or is it just Alex? No, it's Alexandra. That's his real name. Yeah. Glenda. Well, Glenda. Fun, actually. My name is Zachary Alexander Horton. It's a lot. I was named after my great grandfather, Zachary Arthur Horton. Oh, interesting. Yeah. They didn't want to make you a junior, huh? So No. Well, it's my great grandfather. It was my dad's he grandpa. Would, he, so, wouldn't, he wouldn't have been so a the reason I'm, the reason you I'm, be named right after the Yeah, the reason I'm Alex instead of Zach is because I was named after my father's grandfather. Mm-hmm. So to him, Zachary sounded like an old man's name. Oh, I see. So, so just perspective. So they just, you know, took my middle name and just called me Alex. So I, I had I had no choice in my nickname of oh, Alex. I see. It was given to me by my parents. What a bummer. Which causes a lot of legal headworks when I have to sign things. Because they're like, your name is Zachary? I'm like, yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I go by my middle name. It just has been forever. Okay. I'm 30. I can't change it now. Had he been, <laughs> had he been given the choice, he would have called himself Z. I mean, yeah. yeah, just Z. Is that right? That's What's cool. up? I'm Z. Yo, I'm Z. So, so Evil Dead one and two. Next Evil Dead one and two. I'm uh, not sure why we went off to that. I okay. was just curious. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Um, so, it, just like uh, the Limelight episode, uh, next week's episode will not be a an official part of season seven. Uh, it'll be just like another bonus episode bonus within thing. season seven. Uh, Alex may be back, or you may see a little segment filmed with Alex. Whatever he wants to do. We're going to shot for shot remake Evil Dead with uh, with Alex. 100%. I mean, they did it for a shoestring budget, yeah, so yeah, we yeah, could yeah. probably do it with an even lesser budget. I bet we can. A flip-flop budget. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, uh, Alex, thanks for stopping by again, buddy. Thanks, bud. Thank you for having me. Everyone, we hope you enjoyed kids, and we will see you next week for the Halloween special.